Welcome everyone to uh, man, what is this even called? Week three, the rundown. <laughs> it's the rundown. It's the rundown. The Welcome run to the rundown. Down. Welcome everyone to the rundown. This is week number three for Steel Standing. What a uh, this has been a phenomenal series jumping into 2021. Uh, you know, we all hope 2020 would just end all the craziness. 2021 has come in with a bang. But we are still standing. Real quick commercial break for this series. Why? I know this was something that really was strong on your heart. Mm-hmm. Why still standing? Well, you know, obviously 2020 took all of us by surprise, right? No one stood up and said, here's the 2020 vision because yeah. it didn't come to pass in yeah. a lot of areas and things. Um, but one thing we know for sure is that his promises are true. Mm. And no matter what happens in our life, no matter what happens in our world, our country, that uh, we can stand on his promises because they are yes and amen, as the scripture says. Mm. So what is something we know for sure? In the midst of uncertainty, what is certain? Mm. God's word and his promises. So why don't we just start off by saying, I have no idea what 2021 holds, but I know who holds 2021 in his hands. And let's stand on those Mm. promises. That's good. That's good. And that's what this has been all about. And so yesterday, didn't pull any punches Mm -hmm. whenever you watch this, someday. (laughs) In the future. In the future. Didn't pull any punches. All about this topic of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And man, you came right out of the gate. And some of the, probably the biggest things that that people believe, even some of the things that I believe about forgiveness, you ask us four questions about what forgiveness means. Mm -hmm. You said, forgiveness means uh, a person has asked for it, that you have minimized the offense that was done to you, that it means trust has been restored and that you have forgotten about it. And you said, hey, are all those true or false? Mm -hmm. And you said they were false. False. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. How how can so I mean obviously in light of that I mean one oh one for forgiveness right mm-hmm. somebody comes and says hey man I'm sorry mm-hmm. please forgive me you said that's false how, how can how can we forgive someone if they never even ask if they don't even say I'm sorry right well that's because that you, a lot of times we harbor that pain mm-hmm. but the reality is that's a conscious choice I can make whether you forgive me or not mm-hmm. or whatever if somebody asks me I get to choose. Mm-hmm as being hurt whether I forgive you where you ask it or not. Now it goes mm-hmm. against what you're saying. Or mm-hmm. I, you, I'm, I mean, I know people, I am waiting for them to, I know somebody held onto it for 30 years and all they mm-hmm. told me was, I'm just waiting for them to come tell me they're sorry. Mm-hmm. Like you could have let that go 30 years ago. Like you've been holding on to that. I had a lady one time come to me and uh, it just came to my mind. I was, she came to me, she said, with well, the person, I preached this a long time ago. This was um, when I was at Sarasville pastoring a church. She came to me and she basically said, what about the person who hurt me and wronged me has passed away? Mm. What do I do? Man, I, I mean, I'm a young preacher. I'm 25 years old, and I'm like 26, whatever. And I'm like, I, 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 what, what do you do at those moments? And she kept asking me, what do I do? Because obviously whatever this person did really hurt her. Mm-hmm. And I finally I said, walk up to the grave, stand above his grave, and said, I'm sorry, I forgive you. I forgive you. And she did. Mm. She made a choice. Now, that person not here to say, uh, receive or ask for whatever, but she made a decision, I'm not going to let this heart hurt me anymore, even though they've already passed away. And so that's a conscious decision you can make, and you Mm -hmm. can choose right now when someone hurts you. And we always say all the time, at the end of the day, hurting people hurt people. So Mm -hmm. now the reason they hurt you is because they're hurting. Mm -hmm. And so they don't have to ask for it. You just have to extend it. So so then in in that light, who's forgiveness for? But forgiveness is not for them. Mm. And the reason why a lot of times people don't forgive is because you think they win. Yeah. Because you think if you hold a debt over their head, as long as you hold it, you have something against them. 
which they have a debt they can't repay. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes people can say, I'm sorry, I can make, but he walked out on you. If you're, you know, a, you know, had step parents or, or your, your dad or your mom's not been around, they can't go back and make up for the 10, 15, 20 years they went there in your life. Um, and so forgiveness is not for them. It's for you to be freed up to do everything God's called you to do. And the reason why so many people don't understand their purpose is because they're still held back by pain. Mm. And when you release that pain, your purpose becomes clear what you need to do and why you need to do it. But forgiveness is not for them. It's for you to live. And so many people can't live. And that's so good. And that's, I mean, that, that one thing right there, if you can grab onto the fact of understanding that forgiveness is not for somebody else, it's for you, then, then that puts those statements that we just said much more in, in light to say, okay, well, they didn't ask them for, sorry, well, it's not for them. It's, it's for me. It's mm-hmm. for, and that, that's so good. Now it helps, obviously, if somebody sure. comes and says that, you know, everybody has a certain forgiveness language, but mm-hmm. honestly, the, probably the person who thinks you're waiting for them to come and say forgiveness, is probably not even thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And you think about them, but they're not even thinking about right. you. Right. So don't let that control you anymore. Right. So you took us through that. Once we kind of, okay, understood, okay, forgiveness is, is not for them. It's, it's for me. Um, they don't have to ask. I'm sorry, but then there, there's still some there's still some lessons that we have to learn in there. There's mm-hmm. a, a couple of big ones that, that stood out to me. Um, true forgiveness relinquishes my rights to get back at you. Ah, oh, that's the competitive side <laughs> of it, right? Yeah, right, guys. I mean, when something goes like you know, you hurt me, I hurt you. Eye yeah. for an eye, tooth for a tooth. You wrong me, you wrong. You talk about my mama, talk about your mama, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's it's it's in our the inadequate where, yeah. where our sinful nature is bent to retaliate. Yeah. And um, as a believer, as a follower of Jesus, we relinquish those rights. Mm, that's tough to do. That's why we only could do it supernaturally through the Holy Spirit gives mm. us the power to do that. That's, that's why the first step into forgiveness is to receive true forgiveness from him because you fully can't forgive. That's right. Or you can't extend forgiveness until all your sins have been forgiven, which I think you probably get to at the end. But anyway, you start yeah. to spill over. But, but at the end of the day, that's really the promise there is that we can that's the promise. forgive. I think I right. forgot to say that. And then the sermon's like, well, what's the promise here? The promise is you can forgive. And it's because? It's because you've been forgiven. Yeah. Amen. Jesus says mm-hmm. those who have been forgiven much love much. Mm-hmm. They understand that. So the moment, I love what he says. Um, I don't know if you're going to jump in Colossians, a verse I use, make allowance, make room, make space in your heart to forgive. And it says, remember. Mm. Remember the Lord has forgiven you. And sometimes that's a constant remember. They hurt me, they wronged me. But gosh, remember how many times I've turned my back on you. How many times have I sinned against you? How many mm-hmm. times have I wronged you? Remember that he's forgiven you. Yeah. And so it's that part to remember I've been forgiven. Mm. How can I not forgive? So it, it meant there's so many so many good things that I know we, we've got a limited amount of time. But the one thing that I, I know people struggle with, so there is the forgiveness, mm-hmm. but then... I still remember. Mm-hmm. I still know. Like I still see them. Maybe. Mm-hmm. How do I? How do? How do those two things coexist? Like, mm-hmm. am I just supposed to forget about it and pretend like it never happened? Mm-hmm. So that's that was probably the most difficult. Is how do you forgive when you remember? Mm-hmm. I think there's a book that just came out. Somebody I can't remember who who wrote it off the top of my head. But basically, is you know you're driving down the road and you're looking through a rearview mirror and you see the past. Mm-hmm. The problem is you can't see what's ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And some people have scars, like physical scars, emotional scars, mental scars. And though it wasn't God purposely caused that to happen to you, but in his sovereignty, he allowed it. Mm. And so instead of getting mad at him, why did he allow that? And now how does he want to use it to minister and glory, for his glory to other people? Jesus says, look, Thomas, here's my scars. He used his nail-scarred hands to minister. Mm. And the thing is, 
God doesn't waste pain. He doesn't waste hurt. In fact, the Bible says he has bottled every one of your tears. He sees every tear you shed at night. Every time you cry, nobody knows. He has bottled those. Mm -hmm. He knows every single thing. And the pain you went through is to be your platform to use it to minister to other people. Now, does that happen instantly? No. Mm -hmm. Does that take time? No. I was always told, you know, don't don't share yet from your wounds because when you're wounded, you be careful, you're going to hurt people. Mm -hmm. But wait till they've healed and you have scars, now minister to people through your scars. Mm. And so God doesn't waste pain. He doesn't waste hurt. And actually, if that's you, he wants to use that, your pain, to help other people. Because here's at the end of the day, here's what they mean. You're not the only one who's going through this. Mm. Everyone's been hurt. Everyone's mm. been talked about. Everyone's been lied about. Everyone's been, you know, uh, um, said something bad about them. I mean, all of us have been hurt. People's walked out on us. People, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words, that's the biggest junk I've ever heard, man, because some of my biggest wounds are still from words, yeah. not actually what you've done. It's the words that you've said. Yeah. And so you can't harbor that because if you do, you're going to have pain, and that's exactly where the enemy wants you because it will rob you from the better life. Mm. So I know we need to wrap this up here, but practically speaking, all right, so there's such big nuggets of wisdom here, but but the scripture says, make allowance for each other to, uh, to forgive them. Like, I mean, all this sounds good, but practically, I know somebody's saying here, Pastor, that sounds good for you. Like, mm -hmm. that's what you're supposed to say. But I know mm -hmm. that you've walked this out in your own mm -hmm. life. Like, how, somebody's saying there, like, where do I start? How, how do I do this? What's a step I can take to do this? Well, for all the Star Wars fans out there, <laughs> this immediately came to my mind. So you're getting off the cuff, Pastor Daniel, with there a cup go. of coffee right here. There you go. I love it. Yoda says, try not. You're going to do Yoda voice? Try not do it. Like, try not do it. Come here, Mason. You come yeah. do it. I don't know. Like, he says, it's not that you're trying, you do it. So you sit down, and we did this on Sunday. I said, I don't want to bring it back up. Who hurt you? Who wronged you? You don't have to think twice about it. All right, mm -hmm. comes to your mind because it's that fresh. Yeah. Now, consciously choose. I choose to forgive you. Mm. Today's the day I'm going to do it. And what's going to happen over time or that person's mind or in the game, you're going to see them because it's small town USA or whatever it may be. It's going to come up and you're going to have some feelings and emotion comes and you're going to say, but I chose to forgive them. And it's a continual process. I choose to forgive them. I'm no longer going to allow them to control my life anymore. I choose to forgive. It's a choice. Mm. So the practice is do it. And then the second part would be if you cannot do that, Sit down and write a list of everything God's forgiven you of. Write it out. What you did in middle school, what you did in middle school. Write it out. Because when you begin to write down and see how many times you've turned your back on God, wronged him, did that, said that, look at that, hurt that. And he goes, I've wiped it white as snow. Mm. I've cast as far as the east is to the west. All your sin and they hurt you. I've forgiven you. How can you not forgive them? Mm. I think it's Matthew 18, the departure of the debtor. You know, mm. how you, you cancel a debt of a dollar versus can a debt of 10 million. How many times do you forgive someone? Seven times? No, seven times seven, which mm. is an infant number. Mm -hmm. Like you always, what they hurt me? Forgive them. And that's very difficult for us to do. But if you keep reading and understanding, the only way you can do that is supernatural through the Holy Spirit. Mm. And as, so that's why you, if without Jesus being fully forgiven, you're never going to be able to fully forgive. And so you've had that burden lifted up like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to hell <laughs> because of the sins. I've. He canceled out my debt and that I could not earn. How can I not forgive you? Because so in light of eternity, 
And if you have to carry pain, and it doesn't mean it's not painful, but if you have to carry that for the short amount of time we're on earth, it's pales the nothing for what eternity is going to be like. Well, that's a great place to break it right there. Man, that's serious right there, that's, man. That's, like, that's, that's, that's good stuff. We, like, that's am good like stuff. laughing or, you know, thank you for watching, being yeah. here with us. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, like you said, we can forgive because Jesus forgave us. And, and maybe um, you've never experienced that forgiveness from salvation. Mm -hmm. And, uh, man, you can do that um, wherever you are. You don't have to be in church. You can do it right where you are. And um, Romans 10, 9 says, confess with your mouth, no. believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and you will be saved. And that's what our mission is as a church, to help you take next steps. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're glad that you tuned in today. And um, let us know. And um, we'll see you right back here next week. Right back next week for week four. Week four. Rundown.